It's time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kirk, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic here with Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Nice rainy day out there. Better than last week, I guess. Oh, it's back to the normal weather. Yeah. And who would have thought you'd just be happy about no wind and a little bit of drizzly rain? <laughs> yeah, it was a miserable uh, ice storm. You know, it was a, a miserable weather week. Yeah. And, you know, the previous year, in 2021, uh, the, that weather came a week later mm-hmm. through the Christmas, through Christmas and into almost the new year. Did it slow you guys down? Yeah, we uh, it it sl- we had a lot of cancellations and delayed appointments, but we had so much work already there that it actually worked out to uh, same with get us. Caught, get caught actually, up a bit. I actually got some of the some of the ones that have been just sitting out there. We'll get to it when you can, type of a thing that we were able to get to some of those. Unfortunately, so. we didn't have too many cars to push in. We get snow like that, and it doesn't matter how much you shovel the parking lot. It then it just turns to ice. Yeah, and and it's impossible to push cars around and get them into the shop. Yes. Um, but you know it's past that. You know that cold weather hits, and you know I think we sold more batteries that week than than we did in any month over the previous year. I mean they were just stacking up. Yeah, lots of battery sales, and then I've get, been getting some calls since then about you know my son, wife, husband, whoever slid into a curb. No, but but you know we just want to get it checked out, make sure nothing's bent underneath, type of a thing. And there's usually something a little usually bent. something bent. <laughs> You know, a lot of control arms, tie rod, tie rod ends, ends, yep, pretzels. <laughs> it starts adding up. We are taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. We would always rather talk to you, our listeners. Any automotive-related problem, question, maybe you're looking at a new car, a used car. Maybe your car hit a curb. <laughs> maybe it won't start. Um but do give us a call and uh, bring them early before the end of the show. We always have them stacked up in that last segment. We always like to get through them a little bit sooner, give everybody a little bit more time. You know, last uh, <clears throat> weekend during all this stuff, on, on Saturday, in town especially, it, it cleared up pretty good. It's, it warmed up, and, and we got a lot of rain. And so, like, the, all the, the main roads that I typically drive on were in pretty good shape. My driveway was still a little rough. Um, the neighbor up behind me had sanded it, so it made it uh, passable, but it was still a little, you know, it was dicey. Um, but our plans kind of went sideways uh, new, or Christmas Eve morning, and so um, my wife now has a flower shop out in Linden, and she has tons of deliveries and stuff over Christmas wait, wait, time. Wait, 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 what flower shop? It's uh, Linden Floria, formerly Small Town Florist, but uh, lot tons of deliveries, and, and, man, they did their best to, to get deliveries. She had some... Her drivers were uh, amazing and did a good job, but they they, did, they were not able to get some of the stuff done. So she's like, well, let's go up there and deliver some of these flowers Christmas Eve. And I'm like, well, the roads don't look super bad, so let's go ahead and head up there. Well, we got on the Hannigan, and we're heading up, and the Hannigan was not good. 
it was, you know, that just a, a sheet of ice with chunks broken out of it and that kind of thing. So when we got to the pole road, we went over to the guide, went out the guide, which was clear, except for all the roundabouts and intersections had a foot of water in them. And then when we got to Linden, she's like, well, here, that's, I'm going to do this stuff. You take this and deliver it for me. And I'm in my truck, and I'm a pretty good snow driver. I'm very careful. Not to toot your own horn. I'm very careful. Um, but So I'm taking this delivery over to these people, and, and uh, I crunch into their driveway. The guy, oh, you can come down the driveway. So I go through, and it's crunching through all the ice. I mean, it's bad out in Linden still. And I step out of the car, and I went straight down to the ground. Oh, <laughs> I'm 60 years old now. That's not not good for a guy my age. Break a hip. Yeah, that's right. I stood back up, gave the guy his flowers, and went to get back in my truck and went right back down on the ground again. <laughs> look around, make sure <laughs> nobody was watching. Look, I came for the ba- ki- look for the kid with his cell phone recording you. I came back and told my wife, he says, nobody's life is depending on these flowers getting to them today. This is not wise. This is what, one of the things that makes me a careful driver in the snow is I'm like, this is dumb. I'm going to stay home in this. You know, you you look back. We have to do some math here. Forty-two years ago, Steve, <laughs> you're eighteen. Yeah, it snows a foot down we're, there, down there in concrete. We're what tying, were you doing at six in the morning? Tying car hoods to the back to the bumpers of cars and putting four or five people on that car hood and <laughs> slinging them around on Highway Twenty. <laughs> my how things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I watch my kids get up and head out to their cars and start shoveling <laughs> snow off to go right. check out the roads. Not me. Yeah. All right. Looks like we've got Al on the line here. Good morning, Al. Hey, Al. I'm here. So what can we do for you this morning? Oh, just wanted to give a little tip out there. I had a a problem with my uh, 96S10 in this ice storm back last uh, Thursday night, I think it was. And uh, I went, I thought, oh, good, I can, I got my four-wheel drive, no problem. And so I go out there, and <laughs> nothing was working right. I couldn't figure out what was going on. The, the, uh, I had two-wheel drive in the back, and I've got posi, so it, it helped that way. But I didn't have any front-wheel drive, and my heater didn't work. And I thought, oh, God, what the heck can go wrong all, all at once like that, you know? It was the vacuum canister hose the, you know, came the little nub on the vacuum canister broke off. It's plastic as everything was even then, and and it broke off. And so I had no vacuum, so my four wheel drive wouldn't shift into four wheel drive. My heater wouldn't work because it wouldn't be able to flop the air to the right direction. And I just thought that's a good point to check your vacuum canister. <laughs> not only not only that, but it's also a good point to before this stuff comes go. I should make sure my four wheel drive works. Well, yeah, you don't think about that. <laughs> it worked the last time I tried it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've already had a few of those calls come in that, uh, you know, it snowed out and my four-wheel drive didn't work. And we always go through the the discussion with customers on testing your four-wheel drive, operating it through those months that you don't need it so that when you do need it, you it engages. Oh, yeah, well, I do. And, and it worked uh, just a week before. I tried it out just to make sure, and it, you know, because we had that little snifter of snow, and I took it out, and no problem at all. Yeah, but somehow that thing got broken off. So yeah, Just those old ones they used to vacuum actuator and gauge transfer case. I think on those and yeah, yeah, it has a vacuum uh, uh, assist on the. It's under the battery on those. Yep. there's a little vacuum thing but it was fine it was just a stupid canister wasn't uh, wasn't hooked up so basically i had no vacuum all right thank you okay. al happy new year you bet happy new year thanks for the call
And uh, yeah, we always get those calls after the snowstorm that, uh, you know, my four wheel drive doesn't work, didn't work. It worked last time I needed it, yeah. but not this time. And, and, you know, so many cars, they've gone to electronic control systems, electric motors away from the vacuum actuators, but we still see them out there. Yeah, and, and like on a lot of the ones that have, like Fords are real common for this, uh, that have the little motor on the back of the transfer case. Um, I know in that when it's, you know, a foot of snow out there, this is maybe not the most fun thing to do, but oftentimes if it won't go into four-wheel drive, if you get underneath there and take your wooden hammer handle and lightly kind of tap on that actuator motor, sometimes it will go and engage for you. And, uh, and then you can get to where you need to go to pick up that new actuator motor. <laughs> yeah, I know when, uh, when the, the night that the, the ice storm started, the wind kicked up, it hadn't warmed up yet, and, and the snow started getting all crusty. One of my sons works for the ferry system and has to be in Anacortes at 4 in the morning. Yeesh. And uh, my phone starts ringing, and then my wife's start, phone starts ringing at, at about one thirty, two o'clock as he's leaving. Never good when the phone rings at that time oh, of the day. Oh, no. I, and I didn't hear it, so my <laughs> wife wakes me up. And we live—it's it, a quarter-mile drive that goes to a bunch of properties or a half-mile long, and we're halfway down it. And uh, he's stuck in a snowdrift in a Subaru. <laughs> And so I get up and I go down there in my car and I'm crunching through, breaking through the snow, you know, like an icebreaker. And I get down to him and I can see his car there and all four wheels are spinning. And he's he tried to see high centered. He tried to lunge through the drift yeah. and it was so crusty and hard. Yeah. He made it part way through and uh and, and enough so that all four wheels spun. <laughs> not one, not two, but all four wheels were spinning. And so it's seven degrees out, the wind is blowing. You know, there's snow drift. We're trying to, I brought the snow shovel. We're trying to dig under the car, <laughs> and it's just not working. I go to try to maneuver around him and almost get stuck with my four-wheel drive. <laughs> and finally, we just had to had to start bumping it and bumping it more. I had some cardboard and a floor mat hung over <laughs> the back of his car. It's a five-mile-an-hour bumper. Yeah. It's supposed to sustain a five-mile-an-hour <laughs> hit with no damage. <laughs> And and I can tell you, it sustains like fifteen five mile an hour hits with no damage. Oh, well, good! Which is about what it took to get, him, get him nudged through. Drift. Got him nudged through, and he made it on time. So he got there just in time for his shift to start. And they cancel the ferries. And well, they tied the ferry up, and he washed salt off it all day long. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, he still made it to work, though. Yeah. At the uh, the end of the end of our road where I live, it it empties out onto Everson Goshen Road. The the end of it is this nice steep. It's like fifty feet long, but a, a, a steep run down to Everson Goshen Road. And when it snows like that, and then the ice storm comes, you get the sheet of ice on it. I, I call it. You have to play Frogger. Yes. <laughs> and uh, see whether or not you're going to stop before you eject into Everson Goshen Road. Yeah. And uh, and I slid down that hill looking to the left, seeing if anybody was coming. And, and I hit the the crusty snow at the bottom of the hill and actually came to a stop. But with anti-lock brakes going one mile an hour, all four of my tires locked up yeah. with no ABS activation. There yeah. was no braking at all. It was slick. Looked like, looked like Highway 2. Yeah. <laughs> 360-676-KGMI. Give us a call. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic and Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. 
Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Stop by Dewey to learn about special ordering locally and supporting your local Subaru dealership. Dewey Griffin Subaru. During the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. The winter savings continue at Linden Sheet Metal. The holidays are over, but it's not too late to buy a gift for your home and save money while doing it. Linden Sheet Metal has furnace, air conditioner, and heat pump discounts up to $900. Utility rebates up to $1,500. And beginning January 1, there are tax credits up to $2,000 off. And it doesn't end there. Showroom fireplace models are discounted 40%, and new fireplaces are $300 off installation. The benefits of a new energy-efficient fireplace, heating, or cooling system will help you save on future energy bills and can increase the value of your home. Call Linden Sheet Metal today to schedule a free estimate. Our consultants will come out and find the best solution for your home. We also offer easy financing with low monthly payments. Now is a great time to upgrade your home. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. What makes your team look more professional and carry a bold statement that they're proud to work for your company? A crisp company logoed shirt or uniform from Bergen. Sun is shining and I feel so good. Whatcom County's local logo apparel experts. Bergen pairs their commitment to personal service with professional results, specializing in embroidery, heat application, screen printing, and all kinds of logoed promotional products. Your company apparel should reflect the standards of your business. And when your team wears Bergen's customized apparel, it will. Bergen's new owners understand the importance of your image. They go the extra mile to provide crisp logo apparel. They guarantee that the order will be completed on time to your specific specifications with a smile. Elevate your company brand with Bergen Customized Company Apparel. From polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags and more, Bergen does it all. Give them a call to get a quote within 24 hours or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday on Iron Gate in Bellingham and online at bergenembroidery.com. One in four people have a disability. I'm one of them. I'm also an actor and advocate for disability inclusion across all aspects of life. The disability community is passionate, strong, powerful. We have so much to offer and deserve to be included in society. We've got a trusted ally by our side. Eat Your Seals is delivering services, advocacy, and local supports that elevates communities for everyone. That's my Eat Your Seals. Make it yours. EatYourSeals.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. Having some bad medicine. Bad medicine. Give a shout out to our co-host, Kirk from Angler Automotive, down at the shop doing some end-of-the-year work. I did, I, go ahead. Uh, and Dan from, from Bellingham Automotive, he yeah. said uh, he texted us he's going to sleep in this morning. He had to be awake to text us. I know. I thought it's too late. You're yeah. up. Yeah. 
I, I should I wasn't going to make it any kind of a big deal about this, but I think it's only fair to let my customers know or our listeners know. I, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're uh, going to do is, it. This is my last radio show. I'm packing it in. We already talked about it. He's going to come back and guest host. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, hey, if, if you guys need somebody to fill in on very occasionally... I might be willing to help. Very occasionally. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, and it's been a fun 20 years plus. Plus. Of doing this. 22 Yeah, and ish. so, yeah, but uh, other things that I need to do on Saturday mornings these days. Yeah, there is nothing more fun than this, Steve. Well, it is fun, and it doesn't take a lot of time, but it's just, it, it's, it puts a hole in your day there when other stuff needs to get done, and. So I'm trying to try to do some of that stuff. So if you're out there listening and you've been listening for the last <laughs> 22-ish years, you know, the, this would be the day to call, 360-676-KTMI, <laughs> and pick Steve's brain. Yeah. What's left of it? I'll be listening. You know how when I listen, I always, you guys are getting the answers wrong. and I'll oh, You'll start the, texting I'll text us in to the correct right answer. Us. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then <laughs> and since our connectivity is a little bit poor up here after the show, you know, I go out to my car and these texts start coming through <laughs> from the other auto guys listening at home telling us we're foolish. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got it all wrong. Yeah. So do give us a call. Give Steve a call. This is the day to ask him. Yeah. Anything. Anything. <laughs> Anything. You know, I was looking through some stuff for the show and uh, came across a couple interesting things. And as cars have changed over the year, the technology in cars is, is really pretty amazing. And, you know, Steve's been around long enough. He can remember when, when there weren't computers in cars. When you had to hand, put a uh, handle in the front of the car and crank it to get it started. That's right. The most high-tech thing, <laughs> you know, back in the 70s is when they came out with transistorized car stereos. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so as, t- as time has gone on, they had computer-controlled carburetors. Oh, Wasn't yes. that fabulous, Steve? That's where I got my start and cut my teeth. That's right. <laughs> And, and then, you know, moving on, the, f- the early fuel injection systems. And, uh, you know, we can exclude some of the early Bosch mechanical injections. We'll go to electronic fuel injection, yeah. the throttle body fuel injection, and then more computer modules. And finally, we get up to, you know, vehicles with computerized network and the early CAN bus systems. Yes. And then it progresses, and they go to multi-layer CAN bus networks. You know, three and four layers of networks into a vehicle that communicate through a central module on the different layers. You know, it's all very simple, everybody. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, when you hit that door unlock button. <laughs> what goes on when you do that? <laughs> the magic behind the scenes. The magic smoke in all the modules. Right. The last thing you ever want to see is a module lose its magic smoke. Wow, that's what makes them work. And now we've we've come to cars. They're the new newer cars. They're an Ethernet based network. Mm-hmm. They're 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 like your home network. Some of them have wireless networks built into them. Some of them are talking to other cars. And, and it's you know GSM cell phone network vehicles, yeah. which almost all new vehicles today are connected, whether you know it or not. Yep. That new car you purchased is communicating over a global cellular network yep. to the mothership. Yes, <laughs> where you're being tracked. <laughs> What's the, what was the name of the uh, in Terminator, the, the the Skynet. Skynet. There you go. It's all Skynet is Skynet. real. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and and the things that happen with these are pretty mind-boggling. And there's a company recently that uh, they're kind of a, a white hat. Hackers. Hacker company. It's Yuga Labs. And, and they look into a lot of different hacking things. And they were able to hack into, of all things, the Sirius XM satellite radio network ground-based servers. It seems like that would be a pretty innocuous system in your car. Like, it, it seems like it would be. Wouldn't have to worry about that. 
But but through this network, they were able to to hack the Sirius XM satellite servers that would communicate over the satellite to the satellite receiver in your XM powered radio system in your vehicle. And I believe whether or not you subscribe to the XM service, that system still talks to the mothership. And they hacked into that, and they were able to send bogus signals out onto the car network and and operate some of the autonomous functions, like lock and unlock doors, like start the vehicle, like obtain and track its location, um, all through hacking the Sirius XM satellite system. Yeah, that's that's worrisome. You know, it's 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 pretty amazing, and the way with the way car networks are now with the Ethernet based network is all they need to do is is send out bogus signals, and uh, and and so you can send out a signal and mimic one module when mm-hmm. you're not that module, you just act like you are. Yeah, which is now connected to all the other modules, and uh, and then you can you can snoop and sniff and out signals from the other modules to gleam information. Yeah. Um, all by hacking one simple module. And, it, you know, it's come a long way. Now, they did notify the, the vehicle manufacturers, and a number of them were involved, Hyundai being the one that they were playing around with the most, but apparently worked on a number of others. Um, and, and fortunately, Sirius Satellite Networks um, patched that flaw relatively quickly. And that's the job of the white hat hackers is to find these flaws and, and let these companies know <laughs> you got a vulnerability here. And if you don't fix it, we're going to tell everybody how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you better fix it fast. Right. Um, but that's something we're going to see more and more of over the years, especially as these networks and vehicles have become, you know, Ethernet-based, yeah. you know, Internet protocol-based addresses that, uh, that there are so many more hackers out there that know how to do that than knew how to hack a, a vehicle CAN bus network. You know, you think with the skills and brain power these people had, they could find a legitimate work. Making would, a lot of money. <laughs> one would think so, but that's boring. Right, What's I fun guess. about that? Yeah. 360-676-KGMI. This is your day to give Steve a call. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. What the? The hardwood, the carpeting, everything's soaked. The pipes must have burst. We better call Swans. If you have water damage, call Swans Clean Care and Restoration first. They work with all major insurance companies, and their new infrared thermal imaging technology enables them to detect hidden problems before they cause more damage. Swans is the water damage experts. They even offer ceiling drying for roof leaks. So call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. The holidays are over, but the savings aren't at DeWard and Bodie's annual year-end sale on now. This week, score year-end deals on a huge selection of in-stock appliances from laundry sets, refrigerators, wall ovens, cooktops, ranges, and so much more with savings up to 40% off. Now through Sunday, DeWard and Bodie is offering no-interest special financing on select in-stock purchases. So shop today and keep your cash with no money down and no interest for up to two full years on select purchases. Now is the time to get end-of-season savings on closeout appliances from the industry's leading brands like Whirlpool, GE, KitchenAid, Bosch, LG, and high-end brands like Thermador, Wolf, Mila, and more. Save on floor models, one-onlys, and slightly blemished appliances. Plus, get fast professional delivery and installation. DeWard and Bodie services the products they sell, so shop in confidence with worry-free warranty plans. Don't miss the year-end savings event at DeWard and Bodie in Bellingham and Burlington. Delivery, service, install, they do it all at DeWard and Bodie. Financing OAC qualifications apply. 
Relive your favorites every day on Bellingham's newest radio station, 98.9 and AM 930 KBay. Kick off your workday with a 9 a.m. music marathon. Over an hour of commercial-free classics. Hit after hit from your favorite artists all day, every day. And the broadcast sponsor of the Bellingham Bells. Listen live online, 989kbay.com. Join the fun and part of Bellingham's newest radio station, 98.9 and AM 930 KBay. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. With bone-chilling temps, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir with a warning. You can get frostbite in 20 to 30 minutes of exposure. It is too dangerous to be outside today. The winter storm causing travel headaches for millions of Americans trying to get to their holiday destinations. Roads are messy and dangerous. And if you've got a flight scheduled, check before you go. This man's at New York's LaGuardia Airport, and he's frustrated. Trying to search on our phones, figure out other routes, maybe even taking a bus from here to Atlanta, which it'll take us about 21 hours. Fed workers with a sigh of relief. The House just passed the $1.7 trillion spending bill to keep government funded through September. Not everyone was on board. Republican Congressman Chip Roy of Texas. You're destroying the United States of America. Well, the bill is now on President Biden's desk awaiting his signature. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. A couple of American idiots. <laughs> Taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI. Any automotive-related problem or question? We've got Fred on the line. Good morning, Fred. How can we help you? Hey, Steve. It's hard to say goodbye to you. Hey, thank you. My goodness sakes. Uh, I know you're one of the originals in, what, 22 years now. Hey, Steve, listen, you're still a young man yet. I'm just going to say, don't fall off of a Kirk's boat. Don't hurt yourself on that motorcycle. You've got a lot of life left in you yet. And you've sure been a good guy on the program uh, with answering our questions and, and uh, hanging along with us. And gosh sakes, all of you guys, it's just wonderful. So anyway, um, it's hard to say goodbye, but that does happen, I guess, to us. And uh Anyway, Steve, take care of yourself, okay? All right. Appreciate the phone call, Fred. And you've been a faithful listener, I think, probably this whole time. So appreciate that. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye. The years just fly right on by, and you're a young man. I haven't done anything this long other than be married and own my own business. A father? Well, I I guess that. But that's part of being married. (laughs) I, I put that under the same umbrella. 
We'll, we'll let you have that <laughs> All right. One. So, uh, you know, during the break, we were talking to our, uh, our engineer, and uh, it turns out he has a question for us. Yeah, thanks for having the show, guys. Uh, so I have a 2013 Volkswagen Golf front-wheel drive, and it does pretty well in the snow. I do work on the top of a hill, though, as you know. Um, I've noticed something about traction control. It doesn't do so well when you've got six inches of snow on the road. I figured it out, but I wonder if you could just explain what's the deal with traction control in the snow. Don't you just hate that? Don't you hate you that? just get stuck. Can't go So, so I, I got a question for you on your traction control. There's a few different types out there. And with most newer cars, they have an electronic throttle body. And so when you roll into the gas and you try to move, it senses the wheel slipping. And it, it just decides to cut power. Is that how yours is? A smooth, I'm just not going to go. That's what it feels like. Oh, yeah. And, you, and it, when it's really bad out, it's a smooth, I'm just not going to go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Which is why, like on my truck and most modern four-wheel drives, when you go into four lock or four low, it turns your traction control off. So you can actually go somewhere. That's right. Most modern vehicles, I don't know if your Golf does or not, but most of them have some way to turn that traction control off. There's I a... do have a button, and I use it regularly. So what does your button say in, in the Golf? The Germans usually try to come up with something creative rather than the simple TC off. It's just got a little car with some squiggly lines. Oh, so just the, the hieroglyphics, as we like to call them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I always thought that was the burn-off button. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was until I had to use it. So. Yeah. Did you fight, figure that out by your owner's manual, trial and error, saw video? or I was watching a video of some guys who do rescues up in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, sure. They have to go back with one of those big old trucks to save people who are out on the roads yeah. and snow-covered. And Yeah, there was a guy out there that couldn't get it figured out. He was in a Subaru something, uh, but he was talking about having his traction control on, and they were like, well, that's not so good in the snow. So I kind of figure most people don't really realize that. No. No, most people don't know what any of those buttons. And usually those buttons are kind of down at your left knee under the bolster where you you can't really see them. Because <laughs> so, they don't want you doing it, really, unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, and when, it, when the roads are slick, and, you know, I guess it depends on the driver. Now, if you're super conservative and the car doesn't want to go in the snow, there are a lot of people who would just take that as an indication. Maybe I just The universe is drive. telling me. <laughs> So if, if that's you and it's that bad and the tractor's trick kicking on and your car won't move, just park it and yeah. go back home. Call to work and say, I can't make it in. Yeah. Now, if you're one of my kids. You call dad at 1 o'clock in the morning and say, bring a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fire your car up in the morning. The first thing you do is hit that traction control off button. At that point, it's going to let you have full power. You're going to be able to move. Or sh I should say, you're going to be able to spin the tires. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, almost uh, traction control is required on cars now. Yeah. So I, I think pretty much every car has it available on there. There's a button, and, and a lot of vehicles say TC off. Um, some say traction control. And when you push that button. VSA. VSA. Yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, my pilot does say VSA. Vehicle stability assist or something. Yeah. So, so you can turn that off, and it will allow you to have full power. Now, it's still going to leave your anti-lock brakes activated. So when you're trying to slow down and you hit the brakes, you might get the buzzing from the brake pedal as it tries to keep the tires from locking up. Um, but it's at least allow you going to allow you to put power to the wheels, yeah. maybe spin a little bit to get down to traction. Um, but you want to watch out, especially in all-wheel drive vehicles, because it does let all four wheels have power. And, and so suddenly, instead of just bogging down and not going anywhere, you might get the rear tires spinning. And, and Swap ends. Maybe a little bit squirrely. Yeah.
All right, fabulous. Yeah, thank you for answering my question and appreciate your service, yeah. Steve. Thank you. <laughs> we will uh, we'll actually have people every winter give us a call or, or stop in after experience what you did, Adam. And and they're like, there's something wrong with my car. I have a warning light that keeps coming on and it doesn't have any power. I had a hard time getting out of my driveway. Mm-hmm. And and basically the car's doing what it's supposed to. That's a safety feature. And an automated driver assist system yes. feature. Yes. And like I say, it works perfectly fine. Great traction unless there's about four to six inches of snow on the road. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> which we had a bit of that. Well, thank you so much. Um, and, you know, there there are so many things happening behind the scenes inside a vehicle when that traction control system activates, the electronic throttle body. So most cars, I mean, people don't even realize it. You step on the gas pedal, the throttle now, there's no cable, there's no nothing. They're just a connector and wires that goes to a computer. You push the gas pedal and it sends a request to the computer that says, I would like to open the throttle body so we can accelerate. And the throttle body says, hmm, let me look at some other stuff first. And it says, okay, I'll let it open up. I need to run my torque management (laughs) algorithm (laughs) to determine whether or not I'll allow it to open and how much it'll open. Yes, and this all happens in less than the blink of an eye. Fractions of a millisecond. Yeah. And we actually see, well, we we had a a Subaru in recently that, unrelated to the snow, started having a check engine light, throttle response problems, and basically the, the throttle sensor had failed. And the... When you order that from Subaru, from the dealer, which, by the way, Dewey Griffin had 40 of them in stock, Gee. <laughs> if that tells you something. And, and basically, the, the, the throttle sensor fails, and you get a new, you get a new gas pedal. Yeah. yeah. Two, two bolts, one connector, good to go. Yeah. And we do a lot of throttle bodies on different cars, too, or it, it will, uh, it will, they'll just fail, and you'll get like a throttle position A and B do not agree or have correlation problem or something High current like. draw from throttle position motor. Yes, and uh, and that's one of the things, too, like when you uh, people experience a check engine light or something going on and then they, like, I don't have any power, this kind of thing, they'll go into what, they, what we call limp mode where it gives you very limited power in the hopes that you might be able to limp it somewhere and get it fixed. Yeah, limp at 20 miles an hour yeah. being the maximum speed. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when, uh, oh, it was a Dodge truck. John Beebe from Bellingham Automotive had purchased a brand-new Dodge truck back in the early to mid-2000s, and he was trying to get up here to the radio station, and his, and his brand-new Dodge truck would only go 20 miles an hour. <laughs> and uh, and he had to take it back in and get the uh, – the throttle sensor or the the gas pedal sensor replaced uh, under warranty yeah. uh, recall issue that occurred with them. A lot less problems with them now. Technology's yeah. improved over time. That's for sure. You know, with this cold weather, there's a, a couple things I want to talk about, and and each of these problems, we had multiple people um, come in with their vehicles or call with with these problems. You know, with today's cars, almost everybody has a key fob to unlock the doors, and everything's fine and dandy until it gets really cold out, and your even your key fob battery has less power. Right. Suddenly, a key fob won't unlock the doors because it needs a new battery, and uh, and then you whip out your key to put it in the door lock that you haven't used in the whole time you've had your car, and it's iced over. And it's iced over, and you can't unlock your car. Yeah. You're literally locked out of it. And uh, some preventative maintenance things you can do is, that, number one, um, just replace the battery in your key fob. You know, a lot of cars nowadays will give you a reminder. Like key be, fob low. Yeah, key fob battery low, time to change it. And most people will ignore that till it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, 
I, I don't know that annually is, is the way to go, but if you do it annually, you're not going to have a problem, and the batteries are pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, but make sure your key fob battery is good. Pretty simple. Um, if you're going to pull it out you, and test it, you might as well replace it. They're, you know, three bucks or yeah. something. They're not much. No. Um, a little 2032 battery in most of them yep. or, or some derivative thereof. And there's also, you know, if you can't, some of them are a little dicey. It's like, how does this come apart or whatever? There's a YouTube video for every one of those I've ever looked up. And, and, <laughs> and, and even if you think it's easy to get open, look at the YouTube video. Don't break the little plastic clips off yeah. and hold it together. Um, but those door locks, uh, just some annual maintenance. Um, WD-40, that WD stands for water displacement, yeah. um, the 40th formula, so they say. Yeah. And, you know, that will clean out your lock cylinder. And uh, Hondas and other cars that have the reverse cut keys, I think is what they call them. And it's like the inverted cut. They don't yeah. have teeth on them. They right. have these weird teeth Notches on the side or, of them. Yeah. Uh, most European <clears throat> cars have been that way for years. Um, so... Those ones are can be really problematic. Little WD forty in there, work the key in it, work that lock a few times. If you don't do that on your Honda, eventually it will fail. Yeah, um, it'll get sticky. You'll go to put that key in, it'll break off one of those tumblers in there, and it won't ever work again. Yeah, and, and ha- same with the ignition switch, even on those things. Yeah, I, I know that uh, the, the guys at Arrow one time told me that that if if people would make regular use of TriFlow, their business would decrease. Substantially. That is right. <laughs> and that's why I say if you use WD-40 on something on your car, you want to follow it up. <laughs> With some TriFlow. With some TriFlow. So that WD-40, it, it's good at cleaning things off. WD-40 is actually much more a solvent than a lubricant. Yeah. Um, and so you really need to be aware of that, that it's going to clean stuff out. And then follow up with TriFlow is the best product. They make these little, like, four-ounce cans that last forever. Yeah. Um, and then spray some into that lock cylinder and on your key. Work that lock several times. So you've cleaned stuff out, and then you've lubricated. And if you do that, you will not have a problem with your lock. You do that annually, you will never have a problem with your lock. Not likely. Um, so when we come back, we're going to talk about a few other things, like your windshield wipers that won't work, your power windows that won't work, and some other cold weather-related issues on your car that you can uh, proactively do some things about to avoid having issues. 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. When I think about my grandparents, it takes me back to warm memories of meals shared around their dining room table and laughter exchanged around their fireplace. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO and fourth-generation Barron at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. Over 50 years ago, my grandfather installed 
installed Barron's first fireplace in one of Whatcom County's newest developments, Sudden Valley. Grandpa Dan took great pride in his craftsmanship, ensuring that every fireplace or stove he installed was truly the heart of his customer's home. Today, Barron continues his tradition by providing beautifully crafted hearth products through its Firelight by Barron division. Featuring America's best-known brands of stoves, fireplaces, and inserts, a Barron Firelight expert can help you build your perfect flame. Visit a Barron showroom today and browse our endless options tailored to your style and budget. Plus, save up to $300 with year-end specials good through January 31st. Let us set the stage for you to create memories that last for generations. Firelight by Barron, a tradition of warmth and beauty since 1972. Our mission, improving lives. Three six zero six seven six KGMI. That's six seven six five four six four. You are in the shop with Brian from Doctor John's Auto Clinic, Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. Give us a call. We got some time left to take a few, a few more uh, cold weather tips for your car, keep you from having problems. And first, we have Daryl on the line. Good morning, Daryl. Hey, um, my daughter's got a two thousand Subaru Outback. And the mileage is like 21 miles to the gallon that she's getting. I got a 2003, and everything that happens is kind of the same. I get 26, 27. So um, she comes to me when she had to borrow my car and was wondering why I get so much more out of a tank than she does. So I'm sort of chasing down the parts. Usually when mine drops a mile to the gallon, I've got plugs that need changing or wires that need changing the Changed the injectors once, and that popped it back up. Because I got like three hundred fifty thousand miles on mine. She's about two fifty, but um, she's got a new fuel pump in the tank. Fuel filters new. Um, injectors aren't too bad. They're probably I don't know twenty thirty thousand. I forget when I changed it, but they're recently new. And the plugs and wires are good. And I'm just wondering. Could there be like a goofy O2 sensor that makes the thing run richer? Because that's a lot of mileage to lose on a little four-banger. I'm just wondering what else I should chase on this thing. Did she actually lose that mileage, or is she just comparing it to yours? She's comparing it to mine, and I'd always ask her what it what it was. Like, I'm always on her, like, when's the last time you checked the oil and all that kind of stuff? Because it's like, until it makes an audible noise, that... <laughs> You know, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> I know, crazy, but yeah, <laughs> I would say that 21 miles per gallon out of a 2000 Subaru is about right. Yeah, I really, well, I, 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 but it's not really using oil. It's like mine's got, I'm a couple thousand shy of 350 and it uses a quarter, quart and a half between oil changes. Yeah. Okay. Just goes. A couple questions on those. Number one is, are they both automatic transmissions? They're both manual. They're both manual. Ah. Yeah. And and have you driven her car and experienced the same same fuel economy she does? Yeah, yeah, I have. So so get the same driver driving the same route gets the same fuel economy. Yeah, when she when she borrows mine, she lost she lost fifth gear a while ago. Um, and she borrowed my. That's when we discovered this thing. She's was asking why it um, 
got so much better mileage, which is that fifth gear thing is another story. <laughs> There's like a little tail cone thing on the back, and it was like one wrench flat loose, yeah. and that was all that made it pop back in. But that's another. I will. I will tell you that there. that you know the the difference in the mileage between those years. I mean, it could be technological advancement. They've just gotten better. But if you're if you're really wanting to dive into to some things that might cause that, I mean tune parts and stuff all being new, you're going to need to get in and, and scrutinize some PIDs in the data stream. And you want to see where the where the fuel trim numbers are, both long and short term. If those things are, you know, plus or minus five long and short term, that thing's running as good as it's going to go for that kind of stuff. So now you need to start looking at things like where are my tire pressures? Are her tires different than yours? Does she have a softer, grippier tire than yours does? What's the what's the coolant temperature running at exactly? What is because coolant temperature can have a major effect on fuel economy. All those is there a oh, brake dragon? Oh, there's a bunch of different things like that that are when when you know all the basics are done and you know they're done. You got to start scrutinizing in deeper there to to figure out. And and the the biggest thing is the fuel trim numbers. And if those fuel trim numbers are good, then there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, <laughs> and and the, yeah, for five miles. Yeah, the difference. I just thought it'd be something glaringly obvious. Yeah, that, that's a lot. It's possible they have a different final drive ratio. Subaru did have a, a couple different final drive ratios depending on the trim of the car, but both being manuals, I'd expect they're the same. I would say for that era Subaru, 26 miles per gallon for yours is pretty good. Yeah. Hers is more normal. Um, hmm. So, so I don't think that she has a different engine. They should both be single overhead cam 2.5s, but if hers is a yeah. dual if yeah. hers is a dual overhead cam 2.5, no, it, it's, it's okay. So the 99s yeah. had a different engine in them. Um but 26 is pretty good. The manuals get a little bit better than the automatics. Um and with same driver getting the same mileage, I would my my first thought is that well, you know, she's a little bit different on the throttle than you. <laughs> um Oh, oh she is. And, and I don't think that's five it, miles a gallon right, right there. Yeah, yeah. That, that right, that right so. foot is 30% of your fuel mileage, maybe 50%. <laughs> and, okay. And then dr- driving habits are the other. All of somebody drive a car for five years, they track their mileage in a notebook and they move somewhere else and they change jobs and suddenly they lost six miles a gallon. And, and I got to go through hmm. their life, you know, <laughs> this question and answer period counseling window to, to finally come down well, your life has changed. Your car doesn't like it as much as it liked it before. And that's what it comes yeah, down to. It, it, drilling down to questions like that becomes an emotional issue. And that's <laughs> going to be, I'm just going to be, she's going to be spending it on gas. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> okay. Just tell her you're a better driver and call it that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. I'll, I'll get my health insurance up here. Yeah. That'll be good. <laughs> tell her Brian said so. <laughs> All right. Thanks yeah, for the yeah, car, yeah. Daryl. We appreciate it. 360-676-KGMI, you are in the shop, and we'll be right back. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save store-wide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving 
for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24-7. And every single day, it's information overload. It's coming at me from all directions. And you know what? Bottom line, I just need the news that matters. So where do I turn? local radio and TV. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town. They give me the real story with information I know I can rely on. So where else can I find out what's happening in my community? Weather and traffic, things that affect my family and my business. I want to stay informed by sources I trust. My local radio and TV stations. For the best entertainment, sports, news, traffic, and weather with no agenda and more reliable than other platforms. So if you ask me for the information I want anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local station. Text RADIO to 52886 today. Furnished by the NAB and this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. Welcome back. Just a few more minutes, and then it's the end of an era. <laughs> the beginning of an end. There you go. We were talking a little bit before the break about cold weather issues on your car, and uh, I ran into a problem when uh, when it was 7 degrees, helping my son stuck in our driveway, and that's the, uh, the power window started moving really slow on my pilot. You were probably moving pretty slow, too. I was moving pretty <laughs> slow. And you know what? Shoveling snow when it's 7 degrees out, and you didn't put on all your winter gear, and you're breathing heavy and Ugh. shoveling, and it's just going through the back of my mind that like about articles that I've read in the past about shoveling snow and heart attacks, mm-hmm. how they're very well connected mm-hmm. as I'm wheezing in the cold and oh, having yeah. a hard time breathing in the cold air. Finding portions of your lungs that you didn't know existed. Yeah, and that's when I gave the <laughs> shovel back to my son. <laughs> and I would, a half hour later, I was in the house trying to like go back to sleep which wasn't working and I'm like man my chest is all tight yeah <laughs> just the cold air yeah <laughs> I saw an article later about how the cold air constricts your lungs and makes it hard to breathe and think you're having a heart attack when you're not um but my window started working really slow and it actually it, it finally quit I'm like oh man I gotta do a window motor my switch is bad and you know and fortunately several hours later it started working in just fine I think it was a thermal switch in the switch because it was working so hard and I should have, but I didn't. Clean my window track, my window guides, and use some silicone lubricant spray. Yeah. Make it move up and down a little easier. Yeah. Just take it. You got the little straw. You lower the window down. You spray it in the vertical window tracks. Then you you spray it on some rag, and you wipe down the surfaces that the window touches around your window frame. And I'll tell you what. My window works like new today. It's a, it's That's another one of those just preventative things, like you're talking with the door locks that, that – most people are not going to do, but if you notice your window starting to slow down or you see that they're starting to creak or make noise or squeal as it's going up and down, those are some things that can prevent future relatively expensive repairs from needing to be done. Yeah, and, you know, a bottle of that can of that spray, 5 bucks, 8 bucks, you know, 12 bucks if you get the food grade And it'll stuff. last you a lifetime. Yeah, last forever. <laughs> and your window will work like new. You will be amazed. 
Thanks for listening. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Steve from the Panacea Auto Repair. We'll see you next year. I will.